This week, we run down the Florida attractions we're most excited for in 2020. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome back, and hopefully hopefully everybody had a good year. Hopefully. Hope, did I say hopefully? <laughs> you said hopefully, and then you changed it to hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully everyone had a good, happy new year. Our first show back in a couple of weeks, at least, did right? Did we have a happy new year, Andy? We had a very... Well... Did you have a happy new year? I did not. You did not have a happy new year. <laughs> At least not a happy new year night. No, no, no. Your was... tradition continues, Shannon. Your your streak of getting hurt or sick or <laughs> something <laughs> unfortunate happening to you on a vacation has continued. Well, I don't... I, this one wasn't my fault. It was our daughter's fault. <laughs> it was somebody... Probably wasn't even her fault. No, it was some rando in, in Gatlinburg who had the stomach flu who shared it with our family. And isn't everybody in Gatlinburg a rando? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I caught it at mini golf on New Year's Eve night. Well, we don't know that's that's where you caught it, but that's no, definitely well, where that's, the symptoms kicked that's in. That's where it kicked in. And I said, oh, we need to go. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, you looked at me and you said, well, our daughter got this, got sick the night before. The night before. And then, you know, anybody who's had, who's had the stomach flu in their family, it, it almost becomes like an, an inevitable time bomb until it's everybody's turn to get it. Yeah. Um, you, uh, Our daughter got it. Then it got you. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of skipped the boy and I. He got it when we got back home. And then it just dodged me. Well, I'm so I missed I'm it. I'm so thankful. You know, I've talked about how my I, we at my work we do strength finders, and my number one strength finder is positivity. And this is the epitome of my positivity because I'm th- I'm so thankful that he got the stomach flu two hours after our 16 hour drive home. That would have been a nightmare. Can you imagine if he had had the stomach flu while we were driving, we would have had to stop and get a hotel or something. Was it really a 16 hour drive home? It sure felt like it. <laughs> well, cause the state park was closed the due na- to like fog. Yeah, Smoky Mountain National state Park. State Park, National Park was closed. So we had to go around the Smoky Mountains, which if you're not aware, it's a large national park. <laughs> It's a very large national so park. So we had to go all the way around it. So we basically had to drive to New York to get to Florida. We almost <laughs> did. We pretty much did. We had to go north and then west and then down when it would have been a shortcut to just cut right through the national park, right. which is what our directions told us to do. And it's how we got up there. This is in case you haven't caught on yet. We went up to the Smoky Mountains for our Christmas vacation right after Christmas. We spent uh, the, the, the week, week after Christmas and New Year's up in uh, the Smoky Mountains. We've rented a cabin up near Gatlinburg, and we were hoping, hoping that we planned this trip a while back, yeah. like several, like early in the last year, hoping to see some snow up there because it's the mountains and it, right. it, they get some snow up there, and we don't get any snow in Florida. And, nope. 
And uh, it was 71 degrees the day we got there, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. And then the couple, the first few days, it was very, it was, it was unseasonably very warm. warm. Yeah. I remember kind of hiking a little bit and thinking, wow, it's really warm. And yeah. then, then it kind of got a little cold front came through and then it got a little bit raining and then it was cold the last few days, but not cold enough to snow or anything like that. Just a little wet for a day or two. Right. But at least this time when I got sick, it wasn't a um, permanently scarring event. Like you know. the last time you were in the Smoky Mountains when you hit, <laughs> right. flipped over in the rapids while tubing? Yes. and That was uh, that was traumatic. My leg, again though, positivity. Are we ever going to go back there? <laughs> to the tubing part? To, 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 to the Smoky Mountains because literally yeah, every time we, we go. We just went back. But I mean, is this the, <laughs> is this the straw that broke no, the back? No, of course not. You can get the stomach flu anywhere. No, I mean, if nothing, if, if the, if the tubing incident where i slammed my leg into rocks underwater and have a permanent have permanent scarring on my leg from it and <laughs> you don't have a permanent thing do you oh i do i've never yeah. noticed um our our son and i got turned around and flipped over in some like rapids in like a little river that was not that high but of right course, this isn't whitewater rafting this no. was riding like a donut tube right. through the rapids which was like a sanctioned thing like we paid for this right we went and we didn't do this by ourselves we right paid someone and to, they to rent told the thing us, and drop us off in the river they specifically told us there's this one part and the whole thing is very tame but there's this one part that you need to go down it forward and don't go down it together just go down individually and go down it forward so my son and i went down it backward together <laughs> so instead of single file and not holding hands and going forward you, we went backward together you just broke the rules we broke the rules as and blatantly as you possibly could boy, and you are and we didn't do it it wasn't like we were like ha 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 we're gonna break the rules we just forgot honestly <laughs> i mean we just like it was she didn't she, like she didn't impress upon me how important it was that i follow that particular clear roller was just like oh by the way when you hit this one part you want to go down it forward blah, blah, blah. okay whatever you know so anyway long story short we got caught we, we flipped over and got caught in like rapids right there i got banged against the rocks fortunately we had our son had a life jacket on he got banged against the rocks a little bit too but not nearly as bad i remember we finally got off to the side it was really scary like it was it was scary because like we couldn't get our footing and we couldn't like you know we were just barely hanging on to the tubes to keep our head above water but finally we got off to the side and our son says I'm all scratched up I feel like my legs are bleeding and I check him and he's okay and I'm like I'm like I know I feel like my legs are bleeding too and we look at my legs and we're like oh no they are are bleeding <laughs> a lot <laughs> and that's when you looked up and heard the banjos playing and the trip got a lot worse <laughs> So anyway, yeah, like it was, it was bad. But um, if that one didn't stop me from ever going back to Tennessee, nothing will. Okay, that was the worst one. Can't get worse than getting flipped over in the rapids and but we, seeing other, your life flash. Before other your eyes. than the stomach flu this time, we had a wonderful time. We had some great hiking trips. We love to go ha hiking in the Smoky Mountains. It's one of our favorite favorite things to do. And we finally saw a bear. We saw a family of bears. We saw we saw three bears. We saw some elk. I've always wanted to see a bear in the mountains. We yep. finally did. Uh, we've seen elk before, and we saw the elk again. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, we saw. Remember those? We were driving around Cades Cove, and we saw those wild pigs started running around. Yeah. 
They were big and they were black, and I wonder how often they get mistaken for bears. For bears, yeah. yeah. They were very black. Yeah, they ran yeah. right up to the car and then ran r- ran away. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a great it was a great week except for the stomach flu part. Very fun to place to go for for Christmas. It's all yeah. lit up and no yeah. snow, which, which ended up being a blessing because we were on a very very steep mountain there where our cabin was hard to hard to imagine how steep it would have been before we got there it was way up there and it It was it was a winding sketchy scary drive every time to get up there yeah so if it had been snowing i think that we would have been in some in a world of hurt (laughs) your your florida driving skills weren't gonna uh, no I don't even gonna think, make it I don't in Tennessee snow. Your Chicago driving skills no. would have made it up there. <laughs> not with the, not with those winding hills. And I haven't so. driven in snow in twenty years at least. Me too. Yeah. It's been no, a wait. Long. It's been longer than that for me. It's been no. all my life. <laughs> Nineteen. Yeah, it's been a while since I moved down here. I can't remember. I would probably completely panic if I had to drive in snow these days. I don't know. It would probably come back to me like riding a bike. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. But you've told me that like every accident you've ever been in is usually because of snow that you've I've had. gotten in a couple car accidents and they were all snow related. Yeah. yeah. Always. Um, so that doesn't instill yeah. a lot of confidence in me for driving with you in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Never my fault though, believe it or not. It was always someone else who ran into me because they lost control. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I got that going for me. Knock on. Knock on knock wood. Knock on wood. All right, so um, we're glad to be back. Yes, we are. Enough chit chat at the beginning about Tennessee because wow. that's not Florida. Okay. Enough jibba jabba. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you wanted to bring up? You said you had some stuff to talk about before we get into the well, show. Well, I wanted to talk about that. Um, I wanted to talk about the fact that I'm holding a ice pack on my elbow because, again, I hurt myself. Because Shannon can't I not. See, I just always, but help get hurt. For the record, I've never broken anything, any bone in my life. I should not definitely knock on wood, but um, it's not like I, I don't like, I haven't, I don't, I feel like I don't, I'm, I feel like I'm always getting hurt, but I don't feel like I am accident prone, but apparently I You're am. You're not accident prone. You just have bad luck at certain times. Always on vacation. You always get hurt. Well, today I was, the at, time- I was at work when I knocked the crap out of my elbow. <laughs> my favorite you getting hurt story on a vacation though is probably the time. I don't think you really got hurt. So it was more funny than anything. Remember when we were at uh, in Chicago a few years ago for Christmas and you slipped and fell down the stairs and you landed on your back <laughs> and it was only like one or two stairs. It wasn't yeah. like a whole flight. No, 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 it wasn't. It was like, yeah, it was like a step down onto the driveway. And it there, wasn't was an, like, there was an icy spot. I think there were like a total of two stairs and I slipped on the second one. And you were, you you were know? laying like flat on your back and we were waiting for you in the car. And I think it was my sister. Your sister looks said, over. What is she doing? Making snow angels? <laughs> And it but looked like you were I doing snow angels. I didn't get hurt that day, though, because um, probably because I was wearing so many layers. You know, I was I had padding. <laughs> but um, but yes, I do remember that. And then the the time before the last time we went to Tennessee, I slipped on a rock. You remember we were I, with your brother and um, sister-in-law and we were like oh, on, in like, that river. We were in a river just kind of like right. and I was I was going jumping from not jumping but like walking from rock to rock and one of them was really slippery and I slipped and fell right on my tuchus um on the rock and I had the biggest blackest bruise. I do remember that. Yeah. But I mean if you had to land somewhere your tuchus is the best place to land. There's a lot of padding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could be worse. Yeah. So yesterday, you know, we set a record yesterday, a weather record in Florida for Southwest Florida set a the highest a highest temperature for that day in history. I think it was 89 degrees around here yesterday. Yeah. We were out at uh, Hollywood Studios yesterday mm-hmm. um and we wanted to get back on 
Rise of the Resistance, and we wanted to do a few things yep. out there. And there was the the marathon, the Disney marathon was happening. Yep. And I don't think anybody was ready for that. Like people were running and running twenty six miles in close to ninety degree heat. I was talking to a uh, a woman there from Ohio who said her husband who'd, who'd ran in four or five marathons, but they're from Ohio and they, he was training in 30 degree weather and then they come down here and he's got to run in 90 degree heat. Yeah. Well, your cousin actually wrote, uh, ran in this race. My cousin. Yeah. Shout out to my cousin. If he's listening, man, we're proud of you. We saw you running yeah. in this thing. We knew we, we were out there. We, I kind of forgot the marathon was happening and then we saw, oh, the marathon's there. We saw these people running yeah, and cheering. In the park. They were running through the park. Running through the park. We decided to stay and watch for a little bit. And we looked him up to see like when he'd approximately when he'd be in that area. Yep, we stalked him on the app. There's a little yeah. app you can pull up and it'll show when people like kind of what mile marker they're at. So we had a fairly rough idea of when he'd be coming by that point. And then we we, we saw him and we yelled. We were yelling. I mean, I have a loud mouth. I can be really loud. And I was yelling at the top of my lungs. We were yelling his, his name, name as loud as he could. <laughs> yeah. And and then he didn't look. He was wearing earbuds. He had earbuds on. And we're yelling. Some hey, good earbuds, we're yelling apparently. his name. And then for like a brief second, it looked like something caught like he his, heard something. Like caught his attention. And then he just kept running. And then he kept running. And we're like, oh man, we waited for you. And then he didn't <laughs> see us. But I took his picture and we shared it to him. I, sh I sent it to him and he thought and then he actually told me, he goes, you know what? I thought I heard someone yelling my name at that point. <laughs> right. But I just didn't know what was going on he, he says it was well, really he, tiring he probably was like first of all yeah he was probably exhausted because that was like mile 23 that was mile 23 he's run and a marathon before but he's been training for another one and he said all of his training runs were nothing like the actual thing well because he said that first of all it hasn't you know you you don't it's not normally that hot on no that's January, brutal hot, whatever right. it was you know um and so he said that you know he had a pretty easy time with all of his training but with this particular run it was just so hot he was not you know his body just wasn't ready for It'll it dehydrate you and yeah so i can't imagine but um i had another friend who ran actually they call it the dopey challenge this is the insane one yes which is a 5k a 10k a half marathon and a marathon Back to back to back to back. So it's like she ran one on Thursday, I think, one on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, um, which is like a total of, I think, 48.6 miles. Your math is better than me. So um, I, I mean, take I, your word for that. I didn't do the math. I saw it somewhere okay. <laughs> <laughs> just to be honest. But um, but yeah, man, that's a lot of miles to put, put on. And you don't have any recovery. Like I can see doing a 5K and a 10K, maybe back to back if you're a. Well, you've done a half marathon. I, I did a half marathon a few years ago. Yeah. And it was fun. That was like about as much as I'd want to train for and do. Like, yeah. And that felt like a like a an accomplishment. Like well, an and effort. You, it is an accomplishment. Yeah. yeah it's a huge but accomplishment. I, when I was done, I was just done i'm like i could not imagine turning around and, and doing that again doing that again right now like being only half done yeah like and then, on a ma and and marathon and maybe doing a whole marathon the following day oh my gosh yeah no yeah that's that, that's tough but um anyway it was very hot it was very hot yesterday and it's been hot for the last few days i think it's supposed to cool down again next week hopefully but it's been a hot week. It's been very hot. It's been mid midsummer hot the yeah. last couple of days. That's so uh, welcome to Florida in January. Yeah, and I know that this is a long intro, and we have a whole episode to still go. But I did want to just mention that our son for um, Christmas we gave him a basically a a gift certificate that we made um, <laughs> to build a droid at the Droid Depot in Galaxy's Edge, and we did that yesterday. And it was 
so fun. I think he had a really good time with it. Um, you know, you get to pick out your colors, you get to pick out your droid and then you actually build the droid. Like you, there's a part where you like, you know, use, um, an electric screwdriver to screw it in. Yeah. I was like, kind of surprised about that, that they give you the tools to do yeah, it. Yeah, You assemble it all together. Yeah. There's parts of the motor that you're putting together. I mean, nothing like you don't need an engineering degree or anything. Our 11 year old did it, but, um, and they help you with it all, but it was a great process. And, and, um, and I felt like for what it was, like you get this droid at the end that's what, maybe, I don't know, a foot high, maybe mm. between a foot and 16 inches, maybe. About a foot high. We'll say about a foot tall, but it's substantial. It weighs. It's it, a heavy, it's heavy droid. Yeah. It comes with a remote control. So it's a, a remote control. It doesn't droid. feel chintzy like a little toy. Right. And, um, and I feel like you would easily pay a hundred dollars for a droid like that at Walmart or, you know, if you were going to sure. go buy a droid like that, but that's what it was at the droid depot, a hundred dollars. And you got to hold, have the whole experience of building this droid and, and, you know, programming it and the whole shebang. Um, so I have to say for, for a really cool Disney experience, I feel like that's one that you can do and it won't break the break. It's a break great, the bank, suvi- you great know? souvenir too. Absolutely. Like I told him if you, when we're not playing with it, it's a cool thing to look at. We'll put it up yeah. on the shelf in our like yeah. cool little yeah, you know, entertainment he, area and you can just look at it and look at it's a cool you know right conversation he made piece. a bb8 uh, a bb robot so it's not a bb8 but um his is black and silver. black and silver but um it's a bb unit so his has the magnet head that rolls on the base it works really well it works great yeah. it's very cool and that but they also have like r2 units that you can build um but it was so cool. So cool. So I just wanted to mention that, that it was such a great experience that we do recommend it. If, if anyone's interested in, in doing something like that or have, has been thinking about it or, and it, it wasn't the kind of thing that you needed to be an 11 year old to do. Like, um, your cousin actually asked me about it and whether or not his six year old could do it. And I said, absolutely. Cause they let a, a grown up go with them, you know, and build it with them. So, you know, I, I think, a a five or six year old could easily do yeah, it. Yeah, they too. pick out all the parts and the colors and you help them out with it. I right. saw people building like there was one lady, she was wearing a Cubs hat and her droid was red and blue. Did you see that? Yeah, and I I'm did. like, oh, I I didn't talk to her, but I saw that. I'm like, I bet you like you could make yeah, droids based her, on your favorite team yeah, colors and yeah, stuff. Yeah. They had tons of colors. They had and they had like purple ones and pink ones and stuff like that. So it wasn't just a boy thing. A girls, they had girls all could totally these different have colors. It was cool. a great fun with it. Yeah. It Not very, that a girl has cool. to have pink or purple, but they just, it was, it was very, you know, all inclusive. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I thought it was fun. And I, I like the conveyor belt where all the parts come. Yeah. Down. So that it, was it cool. felt neat. It that was you were very doing cool. That. So today's episode, but before we get into today's episode, I have one more <laughs> piece of sad news I want to bring up Shannon. Oh, great. But, but today we're going to bring up, we're going to talk about 10 just really cool, like the best of 2020, the, the probably what we think are the the coolest looking attractions and right. things to, that we're kind of hyped up about and looking forward to seeing this next year. There's a lot of cool stuff coming to all over Florida this year. Yep. New attractions and new new things to see and do. But before that, I do have a bit of a bummer news to talk about. And okay. uh, I don't know if you saw this in the news. But after 70 years, after a 70-year tradition, the Florida Welcome Centers oh, at the Florida border yes, I did see this. are no longer giving away free or, free orange juice yep. or grapefruit juice. I didn't they, know they, they did they, grapefruit juice. They, they, did, they used to do that. Yeah, they had both. Huh. Okay. And they pulled the plug on that after 70 years. So that's a bit of a... 
I mean, it's not like I was going there a whole bunch to get orange juice, but... You weren't, but... <laughs> but I will say, though, it was kind of a cool tradition for a lot of people. I remember driving down here as a kid. Yeah. And even after that, you stop at the Florida Welcome Center. I believe there used to even be a sign that said, free orange juice at the Welcome Center. And it yeah, was I think there a, was. A cool thing to pull in, get a glass of juice. It, was, it wasn't like a huge thing. It was just a small little cup. But I think it was kind of a cool tradition that they started back in 1949. Right. And it sort of kind of like signaled the beginning of our Florida vacation for a lot of people. We drove into Florida. You see the sign. Yeah. Yay, we're finally made it. You lift your feet up over the Georgia-Florida border. You pull in. You get your orange juice. But then when you're in there, there's all those brochures and Mm -hmm. magazines and ads for all the different stuff that maybe you didn't know about maybe you came right you went for the orange juice and you're driving to florida for disney world and sea world or maybe miami or key west or something and then you pull in there to get your oj and then you see oh there's a all these other little side attractions that you maybe not not have heard about that are there and maybe i don't know if anybody was Nobody's coming to Florida just for the free OJ at the no, at the border. No, but it's a nice little bonus. But it's a, it's sad to see something like that go. Right. Um, well, and it's definitely not. I feel like they're going to lose some traffic at that welcome center with that going away. I think they will lose some traffic. Because I definitely would never stop there on our way back into Florida, you know, if there wasn't free OJ. Right. Um, but while I'm there, I will pick up some flyers for things that I'm like, oh, I, I hadn't thought about that. Or I, I want to take that. an airboat ride yeah, here. Or exactly. oh, there's this restaurant or there's right. deep sea fishing boat that I haven't heard of. So it's interesting. I would, I'd be interested to know what their advertisers, who the people who advertise there think about them. I know. That survey I wonder service. if that's going to be a loss of traffic there or maybe there's not. I may, I'm more mostly just bummed out about the loss of the tradition, <laughs> I guess. Um, the state of Florida was paying for it up until a few years ago when it was cut from the budget. And then the Florida Department of Citrus stepped up and made it part of their budget. Oh, okay. It was costing them about 250000 bucks a year. That's a lot of juice. That is a lot of And then just juice. this year they said, yeah, we're going to stop doing this. So maybe they can... Okay. I don't know. Maybe they can use that money towards something else like... I don't know. Like protecting the environment, figuring out <laughs> citrus. Isn't there a big disease Cleaning that's killing the, the orange I trees? Know. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe they can figure that yeah. out. Anyway, I just read that and thought that was a bit of a bummer. But let's talk about the topic of the day. How long have we been ta- just jibber jabbering for? A, f- a, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> more well, than more than a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. But that's okay. I mean, I don't. I I I have you know my five things that I want to talk about, but. I mean, it's not like I'm going to talk about them all that long. Okay, it's good, just, good. Just brief summaries of what they are. All right, cool. So we've got, we each have a list of five things that we think are really cool and exciting for 2020 that we are looking forward to seeing yeah. or doing or hearing about. And yep. uh, a lot of cool new stuff coming down the pike this year, um, including a couple new roller coasters. My first on my list is... So you're going first? I'll go first. I don't know if this is in any particular order, but it's the first that I have written down in front of me. And that is at our local Bush Gardens, Tampa Bay, the new Iron Gwazi roller coaster. It's their massive new. And he looks like he's doing the YMCA right now. I am. Now. I'm lifting my hands in the air because <laughs> it's like it's like the resurrection of Gwazi. It yeah. was this wooden dueling roller coaster that they closed a few years ago. It was sitting there unused. A wooden we've, eyesore. We mentioned it. It was an eyesore. And we were always were wondering, we've talked about this, why is this closed and abandoned roller coaster that's right. not small, sitting in the middle of this park. Right. That's supposed to be a A-list park. <laughs> right, right, right. Sitting there like an eyesore. Yeah. Tear it down. 
but it turns out that they they were using it for kind of the bones of this new roller coaster. So Iron Gwazi, it's being hyped as North America's tallest and the world's fastest and steepest hybrid roller coaster. Um, it's going to have a 206 foot high, 91 degree drop. I know you love drops. So oh, yeah. 91 degree, it's going to kind of double back in on itself right. a little bit. Great. Great. And 76 miles an hour. Um, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to, to check this thing out. It's currently be, being built on the bones of the old Guazi, like I mentioned. Yep. And um, but it's going to be an iron track. It's well, sort of, obviously that track was always iron, but it's a hybrid coaster. I don't know exactly what that means, but I know I've been on one. It's supposed to be smoother. It's a wooden coaster. It's got like when you look at the structure yeah. of wood, but the but the track is in a way where it's just a, it rides like a steel coaster, but looks wooden and it's able to do, you know, loops and corkscrews and things like that. That's cool. I have been on one like this called Goliath at Six Flags Great America up in Gurney, Illinois, and it was magnificent. It was probably one of my all time. Yeah. Favorite roller coasters. Absolutely love that. That's cool. The same uh, group that built that, they're called Rocky Mountain Construction. They're, they're building, building, they're building this too. So yeah. th- this is like their specialty. So I can't wait to see this. This looks, and Goliath was great. And this thing is bigger and steeper and faster than that. So I'm kind of hyped about this. Iron Gwazi. The name is a little weird to me. I wish, because a Gwazi is like some mythical, like cross between a lion and a tiger, which is why they had right. the lion side, the tiger side. And now they're theming this like crocodile style. There's a crocodile head is the front of the car. Uh huh. So. But why is it called Gwazi if that's like. Maybe because the people still knew it as that. Yeah. I think it'd be cool, uh, better if it was like Gwazi's Revenge or Son of Gwazi or. Okay. Something something that kind of pays homage to that, but without changing the croc. Iron Gwazi, the name is a little darky, I think, but it's still going to be a great ride. I don't think that. I think Iron Gwazi sounds cool. I don't think that's a dorky name. I think maybe you're. I think you're. I think you're being too hard on them. I'm being too hard on them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not dorky, but just kind of. How about unoriginal? I don't know. I. I mean, it, you know, with the popularity of Iron Man, you know, I mean, any Iron thing, it sounds awesome. It sounds tough. It sounds cool. I don't know. I don't mind it. Okay. I mean, we, I'm we'll, not going to. We'll not just go agree on it. to disagree. We'll agree to disagree. What you got on your list? So number one on my list is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Railway at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, this looks like it's going to be a good ride. So Disney, I mean Hollywood Studios has just it's like they're it's, they're the Cinderella story, man. They're hitting they home have, runs. They have you know gone from rags to riches over there because it was it was. I mean, we had a whole episode last year about how it was only a half day park, you know, or whether it was a whole day park or a half day park. Um, before they opened Galaxy's Edge. And now that Galaxy's Edge is open, they've got the Smuggler's Run, Millennium Falcon Ride. They've got Rise of the Resistance, which is incredible. Everyone agrees. It's, I mean, I had a guy at work who went on Saturday and experienced it for the first time ever. And I, the text that he sent to me was simply this best ride ever, ever. Yeah. best dot ride dot ever yes so when we got off at yesterday there was another family on board in front of us they were in, yeah. the, in the row in front and they hadn't ridden it before. and they hadn't ridden it before and when they got off they looked at the, I, this the mom had this like look of just sheer joy on her face yeah she's looking at her son exactly how I felt. and her husband and she was just like shocked with how good that ride yeah. was she was like that ride was amazing amazing yeah and i looked at her and i was like first time huh you know? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing um 
So anyway, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Runaway Railway, which is kind of a tongue twister. Runaway um, Railway. See, I don't have a problem with that name. I think that's fun. No, I don't have a problem with it. I just think it's a little bit of a tongue twister. Um, so it's a trackless ride system, um, which so is Rise of the Resistance. That seems like the new thing that yeah. everyone's doing. Yeah. Um, For a while, uh, there was we were kind of plagued with those motion simulator rides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like, the, I mean, the trackless ride system, I don't know if it's less likely to get you know broken down or not but it seems like i mean they seem to be having a lot of good luck with rise of resistance and so far as like it doesn't seem broken down very often you know well yesterday they really they've really gotten their uh, act together not that they didn't have their act together but they've they've their streamlined game. it yeah because they the um boarding groups were going a lot faster yesterday yeah, we the first time we went, we were in boarding group 85 and we finally got called to go on the ride after it broke down. We got called um, and it, I think we ended up getting on the ride at 3.30. I think they, right? they, they called us at 3.30, but then it was broke down for an hour. Okay. We so 4.30. We got on around 5, 4.30, 5 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. So and that, was that was boarding group boarding 83. Boarding group 83? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was 85. Okay. So yesterday we had boarding group 72 and we were on it at 11.30, mm-hmm. which... I was very happy They're about. They're cranking them out now. We had to get up at 4 a.m. to get there and get that boarding group. <laughs> that <laughs> so. has not changed. No. People are still uh, no. you know, yeah. hoarding the gates at yes. before dawn. Um, so, but this, and it was broke down for about 10, 15 minutes. It was broken down for a short amount of time, down, but, but it not, was nothing major. Um, so Disney says that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway promises to be zippy, to be a zippy, zany, out of control adventure, and you're going to be aboard engineered Goofy's train, um, and it's supposed to be what they call they're calling a two and a half D to three D effect. I have heard this, yeah. So you don't need three D glasses for this particular it's ride. Three D, but without glasses. Yeah, um, it makes me think of that um, ride, or not ride, but the you know when you go to the film um, thingamabobber at Epcot. Where they have like, um, they have Piper playing. Oh, and then the, the Pixar movie um, yeah, thing. That's right. awesome. That's an underrated it is. attraction it's so at, cool. at Epcot. Um, and they have like this whole like 3D thing with Mickey Mouse at the beginning. Are you wearing 3D glasses? You for that? are. You are okay. wearing 3D glasses, but the 3D is spectacular, and it's totally unexpected too. It's like it's like an old school Mickey Mouse cartoon that turns into a full color 3D movie that's amazing. And the way it's set up though is like the Mickey and all the characters they're like they almost look like they're on the stage in front yeah, of you. Like, like they're not Yeah, they broke through the movie. Yeah, movie they're screen. they're not even on the screen, they're just kind of on the stage and it almost looks like you're watching this live production. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, it is yeah. great. I agree. Well underrated. First time I ever saw that, I was like, "Oh, I got to bring you guys, Andy yep. and the kids, you know." Um so anyway, the Mickey and Minnie's um, Runaway Railway, sorry, my thing closed down, is scheduled to open in March of this year. Pretty soon. March 4th, yeah. So I think it's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. I just, I'm I'm so pleased with how Hollywood Studios has turned out. It really is. I mean, we literally, I think we've been to Disney probably the last four or five times we've been to Hollywood Studios. It's always been that park, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we went to Epcot quite a few times because of food and wine. But well, Epcot is also now re- connected very easily to 
Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios. Yeah, so it absolutely. was before because you could take the boat, but now that they have the gondola ride, which has not broken down again, that uh, to my yeah. <laughs> to my knowledge, and it's a great ride too. It's a great. Um, it's a great ride in its own. And a great transportation system. It's, it's it works, a lot of fun. It works really yeah. well and it, it moves fast. So. so hopefully you're not scared off of that. Yeah. So what's yeah. your next thing? My next one, I'm going back to the roller coaster well here. Okay. Because I like my roller coasters. You do. And this is another one at SeaWorld. Now SeaWorld has been like kicking butt lately with roller coasters. The last yeah. few years, they're just like putting out some, probably some of the best roller coasters in Florida are at SeaWorld, a park that used to not have any rides at right, all. Right, right, right. And now the new one this year is called Icebreaker. This is sort of a winter polar, you know, I guess blizzard snow theme. and ice theme yeah. coaster. Um, it's going to be... SeaWorld's first launch coaster. It has four launches that goes both backwards and forwards. There's got airtime wow. hills, and it has the steepest beyond vertical drop of any coaster in Florida. What is it with the beyond vertical things? I mean, so vertical is enough. Vertical is enough. You can't. Yeah. Nothing's ever going to be enough. You got to keep pushing it. <laughs> Pretty soon, they're just going to be like, "You got to keep pushing it, Shannon." We're just going to go upside down backwards. <laughs> um, don't they already have those upside down backwards coasters? I've been Probably. on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, of course there is. Um, it you get launched up and down. There's a 93 foot, uh, 100 degree drop. So beyond vertical, your okay. favorite thing is the drops. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna keep teasing you about that. And um, keeping to the snow theme, this is gonna be right next to Wild Arctic. That's like a motion simulator ride that also has an exhibit where you can see other cold weather creatures like seals and walruses and whales. And uh, this is opening up this spring, spring of 2020. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So that's um, SeaWorld's big new ride this year. Very cool. Um, Sorry, I just banged my phone um, because I'm looking at my phone for all my things. Uh, Next on my list is another Disney thing. Uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure at Epcot. This is another um, trackless situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yep. have a weird... No, this already exists. This ride already... It's in Disneyland Paris. ...lives in Disneyland Paris. Yep. Um, I won't try to pronounce the name of it. Of it, the, I, know, of it I, I saw Paris, that too. But it's like Ratatouille, La Aventure, Totalamente, blah, 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 blah. Toque de Remy. Do your best. Do your best. Uh, oh, that was my best. That was your best? La okay. Aventure, la, la Totalamente... Toque de Remy. It sounds like you're trying to say that in a, in a Spanish accent. I know. I, I took Spanish for like 18 years in, co- in high school. So um, I, my every every accent I do is a Spanish <laughs> accent if I do one. Whenever I try doing an accent, whenever I try doing an accent, whether it's like a Jamaican it's accent. Scottish for you. Scottish or it's t- it like devolves into Irish, even if it's yeah, not even yeah. close yeah. to what I'm trying to do. <laughs> anyway, um, so... There, this whole thing has been a huge undertaking for Disney because, I mean, every time we pass it, we pass it when we go on the gondola or the sky ride. What's it called? The sky... The sky ride. The gondola... Sky, uh, sky Um, I can't remember. Skyliner. Uh, Disney Skyliner. Skyliner. Thank you. Uh, You see all the construction. It's like right there. You, you can see it's it. all hidden behind Paris. The, the, right. The France pavilion. Yeah. I mean, they did a good job of hiding it to the front of of anyone out front but anyone who's going you know that back way with the boats or you'll the, see this big building or the skyline i mean you, you can't can really hide it. a crane there's cranes no. back there yeah that's true um anyway but um this is i guess the first um new ride since the maelstrom opened which is now of course frozen ever after um in the norway pavilion yeah this is the first new ride in um 
So that was in 1988. So, um, anyway, so this will open this year in the summer, um, sometime in the summer. They haven't given a date yet, but it's a new dark ride, um, a trackless vehicle, like you said. Uh, and you're basically shrunk down to the size of a rat and running around and, you know, being chased like you are in the, if you've seen the movie Ratatouille, which I don't think you have. Ratatouille is one of those, the few, is that a Pixar movie or is that Disney? I think it's Pixar. I don't know. That's one of the few ones I've never seen. I just sort of, it just sort of missed me. It's a good movie. It's a cute movie. Um, but so there's a scene relatively early on in the movie where Remy, the rat is in a kitchen and he's found and he's like running, trying to escape you know getting caught actually in in one he's like in a house in this old lady's house and the lady's got a shotgun and she's shooting yeah she's shooting trying to shoot him and she's like shooting holes in her whole house um this takes place in paris yeah okay and well i think this is in like the countryside okay french countryside at first um and then (laughs) it's so fun it's such a funny scene because she like shoots the whole ceiling like multiple times to kill the rat keeps missing, but she's basically by the, by, by the end, she shot like a circular kind of, um, pattern oh, of and then the ceiling collapses and then on the her ceiling comes down and with her like chandelier or whatever that's in the ceiling comes down and it comes, comes down with like some, um, you know, whatever the, the scaffolding or whatever is up above the ceiling that all comes down and there's like eight gazillion rats. I knew on you were, were going to say that <laughs> I, when you said she was shooting and, all these holes in the walls. I'm like, well, she's probably going to let more rats in now. Right. Yeah. And it was, it's like, you know, gives you one of those like shivers up the spine kind of feeling like, Oh gosh, that would be terrifying. That's funny. Anyway, so I think it's that kind of scene where like you're being chased and you're trying to escape. And I you're think everything's going to be like oversized. Yeah. You look really little. Yeah. Um, this is, I know this thing has been at Disneyland Paris already and I could right now go and watch a video on YouTube for it. But oh, I, don't I, do it. I know I tried not to. I try to avoid yeah. any of these. I'm so thankful that we did that for Rise of the Resistance because as awesome as it was yesterday, it was nowhere near as awesome as that first time when I wasn't expecting any of it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I already, I knew yesterday I knew what to expect. So it was still very cool, but it didn't blow me away. Like it did that first time. Well, yesterday we took the separate path, the second path. There's two, yeah, different, we did. there's two different paths that your yep. vehicles can go That's on. True. So it is a little bit of an alternate uh, view, depending on which. It's an which alternate one. view. It's yeah. not an alternate experience. Right. I wouldn't say. You see one particular Same thing from a different angle. Much, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And there were certain things that happened on the ride that I don't quite remember the, the same way. I oh, don't really? want to say anything, but uh, okay. yeah. All right. Well, so what, what's next on your list? So we got a new show happening this year at Universal Studios. Um, the Bourne Stuntacular. Uh, Terminator. Oh, Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. So this is in the theater where the old Terminator 3D show used to be, which was one of my favorite shows. Loved that thing. I remember when that thing first opened. And uh, that's how old I am. And we went there and saw it like the first summer. Yeah. And it just being mind blowing, the Terminator 3D show. The, yeah. Back in the back in the 90s when that thing opened up, it was just it was something else. Um, but it, it ran for almost 20 years. They decided to, 
It had a good run. Eventually can it mm-hmm. and put in the Born Stuntacular in there. So this is going to be a live action stunt show at Universal. Sounds uh, fun. Based on the, the Jason Bourne franchise. Uh, they are saying, this is Universal's words. Matt Damon will be there. Matt Damon, they, um, I don't know. No, I doubt it. Is he going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a joke there. I was trying to be... No, I didn't have a. That, I, did, I, I didn't can tell have a, you for sure. Matt Damon will not be there. I didn't have every a, day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, for Terminator, they had an actor who was yeah, they did. like in makeup looked a lot like Arnold. Yeah, that's and they true. had a kid who looked a lot like the the kid from that's true f- from uh, Terminator Two. But uh, I didn't have a Matt Damon joke on deck for you there. Oh no, I did not. Goodwill so Hunting I had or. To, I, I didn't have one there. <laughs> or have one there or a year. <laughs> I wasn't ready for you. All right. Uh, but Universal, this is their words, say, says the show promises to be a cutting edge. Cutting edge. They use the word edge twice in a row. I'm going to call that out. This is them, not me. A cutting edge, edge of your seat live show that will blur the lines between stage and cinema in a hybrid form of entertainment that has never been seen before, Shannon. That to me sounds a lot like what the Terminator 3D ride was, where it was live action and cinema. Where, do you remember that show where like... I don't remember there being a ride. No, there wasn't there was a ride. Just, it was did, a show. Did I just say ride? Show yeah. where you were... Well, the floor drops for like a second at the end. Do you remember that's that? That's true. Yeah. yeah so yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. ride, that technically. Is, yeah. Which was very cool how they did that, yeah, in, that a, in a show, yeah. a theater show. The floor drops for like, it drops maybe a couple inches, but just enough to make you go, oof. Yeah. Yeah, where the actors would go in and out of the screen. Do you remember that? Like stuff mm-hmm. would happen on the screen, they would come out. So it sounds kind of like that, but just updated for Bourne. Um, Jason Bourne, the Bourne franchise, I don't know if it's like this huge iconic franchise to build an attraction around. but Right. But neither, I feel like neither was the Fast and the Furious. No, I mean, well, no, those have made a ton of money. I've only seen. I know they have, but I still don't know that it. They have. So a, you can make a ton of money and still not be like something I'd make a, you know, a theme well, park ride out of. They all have. I that's how unfortunately that's sort of how some of these studio heads think yeah like they're like the movie made a ton of money like Avatar Avatar made a ton of money but I think it's kind of like disappeared from the public consciousness right 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 um supposedly they're supposed to be making more of those though Fast and the Furious I've only seen the first one and I remember it being kind of like a rehash of um of uh Point Break just kind of a different like yeah you know yeah take on that but I know there's like 10 of them and people there's a certain demographic that loves those movies. And I always get I always get the Fast and the Furious confused with the Italian job, which is the one with the, the little Cooper Mini car. Cooper. That's a, I like the Italian job. <laughs> I know. I like, a movie. I'm a fan of heist movies, though, in yeah. general. So. No, I am too. But um, I don't know. I mean, like Star Wars, obviously. Harry to- Potter, totally. obviously. Harry Potter, obviously. Even Toy Story, I think, I think is that's a, a big a great, franchise. Yeah, yeah, great, great choice. Um. I had read though when now the born yeah it made a lot of money but if it's if they do a good job with the show and it's something that people will you know it'll fill up seats people will walk in and go see it I mean they're still running the Waterworld show out at Universal in California they have a Waterworld stuff yeah. show out there the movie didn't do very well at all I I have a feeling right. that they like created the stunt show at the same time as the movie thinking the movie was going to be huge right the stunt show they kind of had to do it but the stunt show is great out there well and uh, we've talked about this before i actually remember liking the movie too i mean i think it just didn't do great because they spent eight bazillion dollars to make it and then and there's no way you can make that kind of money money back back yeah and then people think oh it's a flop it's a bomb right but i remember it being a, a good movie i mean granted i haven't seen it in 20 years may, or whatever it may is, not have but, aged well yeah 
Um, so take that, take that with a grain of salt. Don't be like, oh, she has horrible taste in movies because she liked Waterworld. <laughs> Waterworld. <laughs> but um, anyway, you were saying. So that's uh, that's it. The Bourne Stuntacular. Okay. That opens this spring. That sounds fun. A lot of stuff coming out. I think they want to pipe pipe it all out in the spring because summertime is when all the the big crowds come down here. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because they're crazy. Come to Florida in the summer. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, it's hot. Be ready. It's hot. Um, it's hot okay. in January. So my next thing is um, related to Disney. All my things are not Disney, by the way. But this one is related to Disney. Um, it is a Cirque du Soleil show, which we, I have talked about before, which I actually am very excited about. Is this the um, same spot where the old one was at Disney Springs? It is in Disney Springs. I assume it's at the same spot. Uh, it, it doesn't really say that, but I assume it would be, you know, because they've already got a theater there. And it's called Drawn to Life. And it's Dr- ca- okay. drawn, like, like like you're drawing a picture. Okay. Um, drawn to Life. And it's going to be at Disney Springs in the spring of 2020. And it's a collaboration, actually, between Cirque du Soleil and Disney Animation Studios and Walt Disney Imagineering. And I've heard really cool things about it. The basis of the storyline is that it follows a courageous, determined girl who embarks on an inspiring quest after just after discovering an unfinished animation piece left by her late father. So I don't know if you've you listeners have ever seen a Cirque du Soleil show. Um, Andy and I have the first time we ever went to one, we were both completely blown away like we did not <laughs> expect it to be as awesome as it was well i remember not being super stoked about going yeah i remember you got like free tickets or something we're yep. going to the cirque du soleil show it was at tropicana field in the st yep. pete and i'm thinking it's gonna be a bunch of hoity-toity french people in tights acting pretentious and eating cheese or something i had no idea <laughs> what i was getting into and then so because i went in with like i don't know about low expectations but just kind of thinking this isn't going to be my scene kind of negative expectations yeah honestly. or just this isn't gonna be my scene right yeah. and then we went and um you know sat down and then 20 minutes into the show i was like whoa wait a second this is actually like kind of awesome and then <laughs> by the end of the show i mean i was bravo i was like standing up i was actually completely blown away by that yeah and then since then we had seen we've been out to vegas a few times and have seen the ones out there we've seen ka and love the beatles one. Oh. we've seen oh right of course we've seen oh in the bellagio yeah and uh and I love them. I just I yeah. love the I love the Cirque du Soleil shows. We've seen a few out here too. I mean, um, I forget the names of the ones we've seen here because right they have these weird names random that names. are hard to remember. But yeah, they are kind of hard to remember. But we've seen like I think at least three out here in Florida, um, but we never saw the Disney Springs. We one. never did. Never made it to that one. No, we didn't. Um, but I feel like we need to go to this one because it's it seems like it's going to be really cool. Especially now while it's new and everything's going to seem like cutting edge. Well, and it just seems like a, such a big miss that it never had like a Disney theme and it was at Disney. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So um, anyway, I'm excited about it and it'll be coming out this year. Cool. Um, let's try to do that. So um, I'm going to my next one's a little bit it might be a stretch depending on what you consider as a Florida attraction. Okay. It's going to be based out is of Florida. It in Florida. It's based here. Okay. But this is the uh, aboard the brand new mega cruise ship, the Carnival Mardi Gras. Oh. Um, 
Is is the port in Florida? It's going to be, uh, yeah, home port is going to be Port Canaveral. Then it's in Florida. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the ship is going to be here. I don't think that's here. a stretch. You have to come to Florida to get on this ship. You and do. It, and it leaves and returns to Florida. Well, and that's the great thing about Florida is if you come here to take a cruise, you can come here a couple of days early or stay a couple of days late and do some really great Florida things while you're here, you know? And it's also a really cool thing cool park when you live here because you want to take a cruise it's just a, yeah a quick just, drive just a hop skip and a jump over that's the thing like i we, I remember taking a couple of like four-day cruises with you they're just when you live in florida a four-day cruise is you know just a four-day cruise it's just a almost like a long weekend yeah and then not to get too off topic here but then we you're on the cruise ship and there's people from like california and like who flew all the way out yeah. here for like a short california we're not flew from california for a short caribbean cruise you're like that's expensive and right. a lot of time to come the all the way over here for a... Uh, is probably more than the cruise Right, was, you right. Know? And when you live here, you just drive to the port yeah. and hop on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the Carnival Mardi Gras, the reason I'm bringing this up is because, because I, it's staying in theme with my roller coaster thing from earlier, this is going to be the first cruise ship in the world with a roller coaster on board. The world's first... They don't have roller coaster at roller sea. coasters on them. I feel like they do. Do you feel that that's a thing that would? I mean, according to what I've read here, in Carnival's own uh, press releases and stuff, it's this the is first. the very first. No, huh. you know what you might be thinking of. You're probably thinking of there is a couple that have go kart tracks on board. Yeah, and there is a couple that have like ridiculous water slide situations yeah. that go out over the side and stuff. Yeah, but this is the very first one with a roller coaster. It's going to be called the Bolt. And it wraps completely around. I'm going to kind of show you the picture, like completely around the upper deck. Oh, and yeah. And it wraps around the water slides. It wraps around the mini golf course. It's not a tiny roller coaster. I mean, it's not like a huge, you know, epic thrill ride thing, but it's not like a little kiddie coaster either. And, um, and we'll put a link to that picture. In yeah, the description. We'll, we'll put a link to, the, to, the, to all the stuff in the description. Um, the ship itself is going to be Carnival's largest ship ever. It's going to be one of these like just new massive mega ships. Yeah. 5,200 passengers. Um, there's going to be a bunch of little neighborhoods on board. I think there was a couple other Royal Caribbean ships that have done that with neighborhoods. One of them is actually called the uh, the French Quarter. So there's like a whole part of that's the ship fun. that is, looks like New Orleans. Yeah, so that's very cool. Keeping with the Mardi Gras thing. So yeah. Um, yeah, there's a ropes course on here, which you wouldn't get me on. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I do it. All that kind of cool stuff. But I saw, you know, a, a Florida home port cruise ship with a roller coaster on board. I had to add that. So that, yeah, that's awesome. That's not launching till close to the end of the year. So if you wanted to get on this thing, uh, right now its first cruise is not um, planned until November. Okay. November 2020. Cool. That sounds fun. I'd be up for that. I would be up for that too. <laughs> how many did i do is that my fourth one i think so yes okay, yeah i've got one more um i have two more w the next one i have is actually ironically it was on your list last year oh that it, it, it never ha happened it never happened um and that's the new saint pete pier this is the saint pete pier that has been a long a source of a lot of drama locally over there in St. Pete. There was a lot of yeah, a lot of government infighting. I think on what the design should be. Should we even have a new pier? Why do we need a new pier? Right. right. Why do we? Why did we blow up the old one? What's the design going to be like? Well, and then finally, after right, how many years later? The thing is, if you go on their website, 
Um, it looks beautiful. The new the design for it. It it does look really beautiful. It has like a lot of green space, which um, is great. You know, lots of like walking areas and sitting areas, areas with food trucks. Um, there's obviously fishing areas and bait shop. Um, there's a restaurant and an event space for like people to have weddings overlooking the bay. You know, which is that'll be beautiful. Nice. Um, and I think I saw some kayaks and kayak yeah. rentals and absolutely a little there's a little beach they're putting in right by it. I think actually I saw. a discovery center and a wet classroom, which sounds awesome too. A wet uh, classroom, like where you learn about yeah, like a, a um, you know. Uh, kind of like in a we have we have um a, a field trip that our kids do that i used to do actually when i was a kid that you go to this like resource center and you know you can there's like um you know all these little crustaceans and things you can touch in the in pools and you go and like you know is that like the one net fishing is and, that the one that's at warner boyce salt yes. springs park mm-hmm. yeah what was yeah. the name of that place um, I forget, I know it's like the energy resource. That's center right. That I, like, yep. Yep. Something like that. We went um, kayaking over there. I remember yeah. our son's talking about how son talking about how that was a cool thing. Yeah. So I, that's kind of what I'm imagining when I hear teach kids about the, the environment you know? of the bay and have yeah. examples of animals. And, I assume it's not just a classroom that fish that live there hose down or anything. Sure. Um, they have, um, we'll have a pavilion, several a couple of different restaurants apparently like you said a a a beach area um picnic areas lots of kids play areas um courtesy boat docks you know a a variety of of things that people can do (coughs) excuse me so i think that it'll be a great destination once it's complete which um i believe is scheduled for later this year i don't have the date in front of me i think i read they were trying to get that done by the spring <coughs> but then i remember last Sorry. year them saying it would be done by the end of 2019 and that was one of the things i, I remember when we did this show well let's just say hopefully it'll be done by the end of 2020 ho- hopefully it'll be done by the end of the year <laughs> they had all of last year to finish it um so it looks like they're getting pretty close um, pictures look really cool yeah can't wait to check that out because downtown st pete is awesome the old pier yeah, people may have had a little nostalgic attachment to it, but it wasn't really all that. Out with the old and in with the new. It wasn't all that. It had a nice Columbia in board, the restaurant. <clears throat> okay, so here's the final one on my list, and this is kind of, this is a cool thing because I really I, I like Icon Park in Orlando. This is where the oh yeah, that's the, where we did the the swing set thing. The giant star, yeah, the the um star flyer, the star flyer, the swing set, the world's tallest swing set, basically, and the. The big Ferris wheel are down there, and they've got the Sea Life, the Madame Tussauds Museum. So this year, they are planning to build, uh, this is actually a twofer. I got two two attractions in one here for this. Okay. The world's tallest slingshot. That sounds like it's terrifying. And the world's <laughs> the world's tallest uh, drop tower. Both can be being both can huh. be put in right here, like um like a Falcon's Fury kind like of thing. Like a Falcon's Fury type of deal, but this one's actually taller than a Falcon's Fury. It's going to beat it by. 65 feet. This thing is going to be wow. 450 feet tall. Oh, no, sorry. The the uh, slingshot is 450 feet tall. And the drop, the drop tower is 400 feet tall. 
Uh, it's going to rotate around. It's a rotating drop tower. You're going to go up. Do gonna, they tilt gonna, you down? They don't tilt you down. It, it is just a foot, you know, uh, you, a you, you fall feet first. Gotcha. But you go to the top. It's going to give you a nice, like, slow, like, kind of a tour. It's going to take you, like, it's going to go around in a circle so you can kind of see the whole area. That's cool. So it's going to be like a little observation deck tower at first. Before and then they're going to drop to you to your death. Before the terrifying drop, yes. Yeah, so yeah, gotcha. Uh, you're going to drop at 75 miles an hour. And it, it, like I said before, it's the tallest drop tower in the world that's going to beat falcon's fury at bush gardens at bush gardens which is the current tallest by um 65 whole feet so wow. that's going to make that whole thing look a lot different there's a yeah when you, when you when the star flyer and the ferris wheel opened that was like a huge change to that area as far as just yeah. the way it looked and now yeah. this stuff is going to be in there so um i i was not able to find a hard date on when this is opening mm -hmm. so i'm just going to say 2020 spring slash summer 2020 <laughs> uh, <Or fall. laughs> a ton of news about it like being you know planned and yeah that it's coming but nothing you know no hard uh hard dates on when it's coming out so that would be pretty cool. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. If you want to do something fun, so, you know, that slingshot I was talking about, go on YouTube and watch, like, reactions, you know, reaction videos of people that are on those things that, like, don't want to be on them. Yeah. Because there's just, just hours and hours of fun watching people having, you know, absolute panic attacks on yeah. those things. I could probably relate to that. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun to me. There's this one where this girl, she like passes out four or five times yeah, on it, and, then she, and, then, it and then she wakes up freaking out each time, then she passes out, then she wakes <laughs> up, freaks out, passes out again. Oh my it's so terrible, but it's so funny. That's terrible. That is terrible. Um, there's a reason I don't ride rides like that. Uh, okay, so this is my last one, and it is Snowcat Ridge Snow Park in, wait for it, Dade City, Florida. So yeah, we talked about this a couple times, um, more of in a just what what like a very like W T uh, H H what the heck kind of uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I dug myself in a, in a hole there, and know, I, I gotta I had to build your ladder to get out. Gotta keep the show family friendly because <laughs> um, you know iTunes will right will ding you. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, saw this and thought, well, we're getting a Florida snow park and. In Florida. In Florida. And obviously, Florida it's going to be... where it was 85 degrees today in I, January. I wonder if... The, and yeah, it's only going to be open in the winter. There's people like all, all over like social media like freaking out about this thing going, it's never going to work. You know, who's thinking of this? These four morons. And I'm like, well, it's man-made snow. Yeah. And from what I heard... If well, the, some, of, uh, some of it's inside, too. It's Yeah, there is an indoor part. Um And... So that part I totally get because, I mean, you've got like the Gaylord Palm ice thing that they do every year. Sure. That's freezing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, but this, the Snowcat Ridge is what it's called. It includes a 60 foot tall, 400 foot long snow tubing hill um, with a magic carpet lift. The renderings look very cool. It, the pictures the, I've seen. Lift will take the rider and the snow tubes back up. So that's nice. You don't have, you don't to, have to drag your snow yeah, tube you don't have to at, slap your stuff back, back up. Um, <clears throat> there's single tandem and six person family tubes that you can slide down on the snow covered slope. So that's cool. And then um, there's also a snow dome, which is the indoor part that I was talking about. I, I mean, I guess it's indoors sort of anyway. It's a dome of some sort. Um, 
and they can, you know, you can go in there and make snowmen or snow castles. Um, and then there's a... I like that. Give Florida kids a, a yeah, chance to build a snowman and have a, and have a snowball fight. That's a big deal. Yeah. I mean... I think that's very cool. As someone who was born and raised in Florida, you know, if you ask me... Like, if you ask me, oh, do you want to... If you want to go see snow, my first thought is... I want to build a snowman, you know, like not, I want to, do you want to build a snowman? I do (laughs) Elsa. Um, so my first thought isn't, you know, I want to go snow tubing, which I think is what probably most northerners think of like tubing or skiing or some kind of activity like that. But to us down here, like we don't think about the, like the activities like that. We just think I want to build something with, I want to make a snow angel or build a snowman or, you know what I mean? You also don't think about the guy hitting you from behind on the, uh, at a red light when he hit a patch of black ice. No, I don't think about that either. Um, so anyway, I love that they have that area for adults to make snowmen. And then there's also a for, or snow ladies or snow ladies. Be woke Um, Shannon. My, well, my first ever snowman that I made was a snow woman in Georgia when it rained, it, it rained, it snowed in Georgia. Um, and we were here in Florida, but my uncle lived in, uh, Georgia and it snowed and my mom was like let's go we're going and so we drove up to his house and we <laughs> built a snow woman <laughs> um so I am woke thank you very much okay I was, I was woke back in 1980 something <laughs> all right good you're way ahead of your turn <laughs> way ahead of your time <laughs> right um anyway but um they'll also have like a child-sized version of the like the snow hill inside the snow dome for like um younger writers sure. obviously so Sounds really cool. Um, it's going to be in the same area that Screamageddon's in, actually. So that's, I, I, I mean, I've been to Screamageddon and I can't imagine there being snow there, but I, I'm very ready and willing to find out how they're going to do that. Well, I, we talked about this before. I remember learning that there is one in the Atlanta area called yeah but atlanta gets a lot colder than florida does they do but they don't get that much they they don't really get get snow at least sometimes i mean i know it like screeches everything to a to a halt when they get it but it does (laughs) my from my from my understanding i've never been in an atlanta snowstorm but i feel like there's people who'd create this type of thing i give them the benefit of the doubt they're probably smarter than the average bear and they they know what the smarter than us anyway right they know what the weather is going to be smart enough to know if the weather is going to be able to support a a fake snow a man a a snow made machine made snow park didn't we read something too that like it's only going to be open like when it's under 72 degrees i believe that's why when it's under a certain temperature so 80 degree days like this they wouldn't be pumping snow out i wonder if they're kind of like seeing the last couple of days going oh darn what are, yeah what are we thinking what are we putting our money into well it, but i was like you know how like um there's like time hop and facebook like yeah. you memories and stuff from the past and i i had a memory pop up that it said something like it's 25 degrees in florida and 27 degrees in chicago right now yeah, we get some cold times. so i mean we cold definitely nights. get some cold times and and for us to have an 80 some odd degree weather experience right now is unusual yeah this is definitely not the norm right yeah so um anyway yeah. i think that would be really cool i and wish i'm looking luck. forward to to checking that I, out that's probably man i wonder if th- that may be number one on my list of things i want to check out next year well it's close too it's, so. well it's not far from here and it's just so unusual like yeah. 
I've been on roller coasters. These roller coasters I mentioned look awesome, especially Iron Wazzy. Right, right. The new dark rides that are coming to Disney. They sound awesome, but yeah. we've done stuff like that before. Right. I've gone sledding and I've gone tubing, but to see a tubing hill in Florida. It'll be interesting. It has piqued my curiosity. It I'm, has. I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm uh, looking forward to it too. Looking forward to seeing how they how that works. I think that'll be great. Whether it crashes and burns or uh you know, or freezes or and freezes. Crash and burn is probably a terrible analogy for a <laughs> snow park. Whether it melts and slushes, <laughs> right? Is that, is that any better? That's a probably more appropriate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whether it maybe falls through the ice. Oh dear. Falls through the thin ice. <clears throat> I can keep going, or you can just end the show. Yeah. Want me to we just keep doing this. In the show, okay. <laughs> I can come up with puns all day long. Yeah. I oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't really puns, though. Just no analogies. I don't know what they quips. are. Quips. Anywho, thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast and search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com and clicking through the button that says support the show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says become a patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time.